This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back. It is good to be back. We had some technical difficulties as we <laughs> normally do on a Monday. I should have prepared myself a little bit better, but sometimes technology doesn't ask Big Daddy what he wants. <laughs> I mean, the bigger you get, the more problems you got. It's like uh, your boy 50 Cent said, he's got 99 problems. <laughs> And I guess streaming could be my one, at least to Facebook. Regardless, we are live. We got a great show in store for you tonight. I hope that all of you had a great holiday weekend. And some of you, I'm supposing, but we're off today, which is really good. I got to spend the day with my son. I got to take him to lunch. He had a good day. I had a good day. Which And we're preparing to go on vacation next week. So, 
It's going to be really fun. We will still do some videos. We still will do some videos next week, just not in the traditional form of doing the live videos via uh, like we're doing right now. We'll just upload, maybe do some some one-offs. So we do have a good show in store for you today. LSU has built their offense around one key type of player. We will talk about that. Jake Peets said, get your popcorn ready. Some things are starting to come out about the offensive coordinator. We will also touch on DJ Mangus. We, um, as the season is getting closer, we're he- hearing a lot more of what LSU is going to do and that their base packages of what they're going to do offensively. A little still working through it defensively. Uh, I guess they'll play it a little bit closer to the vest, but we will find out a little bit more and talk a lot uh, tonight about LSU's offense, if I, as I'm hearing a lot of stuff, I guess, as the coaches are out during the holiday season. Um, some of them might be get a little, you know, they might have a beer, brewski or two. I uh, might little say a little something, something at a barbecue. Um, so, you know, maybe we were there, maybe we weren't, <laughs> but we were anyway. And uh, Jay Johnson is he been building himself a winner? That he is. And as we as we do, it's the second week of Rudy Poo of the week. So after the second break, uh, we will get your Rudy Poo of the week. So Kenny Russell, let's get to a couple comments before we pay bills. Kenny Russell says, "Let's go." Uh, Stephen Miller says, "Test, test." Yeah, guys, I saw a couple of people share the YouTube link. Uh, if you could do us a favor, share the YouTube link to all your social media platforms. We did have some technical difficulties, but we are back. Every time we do have the technical difficulties. Uh, it always comes on Mondays. Uh, Robert Playsant says, we are live. That we are. And so does Craig Schilling throwing a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, as you can see in his profile picture on Facebook. That we are. Uh, Ryan Gidry says, football is just around the corner. Let's go. Yes, we will be talking a lot tonight about that. <clears throat> uh, and Brandon Reese says, hashtag ass Blake. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get back to that one. Let's pay some bills. We get to your comments as we do, as always. We got a lot to talk about from LSU's offense. Uh, guys, I got to tell you, I, I got a text um, Thursday after the show saying so. Uh, Derek went to GM Varno and Sons, was really impressed by what he saw over at GM. So, guys, get over to 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Break down on the side of the road in greater Baton Rouge area. They can come and pick you up and get all of your automotive needs taken care of. So, none better. They're good friends over at GM and betonline.ag. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. With over 63 years of experience with their highly trained technicians, there is nothing that they can't do. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Close on Saturdays and Sundays, but you can go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Get an appointment. Don't want to wait in line? Get an appointment with them today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. Our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, you got to get over to BetOnline. They're doing some amazing things. Parlays, all the, the, the NBA betting, and you can already place your bets for football this season. you get got to get over to betonline.ag. Use that mobile device to sign up. Visit the website. When you use that mobile device, you, and you, when you sign up and join, you will get 50% off that welcome bonus on that first deposit. So for, before the next tip-off, face-off, pitch, and or snap, BetOnline is going to start playing with you today. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. All right, let's get this thing started. 
Um, Brandon Reese says, hashtag Ask Blake, who's your NFL's hardest hitting linebacker and safety in your lifetime? Whew. Sean Taylor could hit you. Um, John Lynch could hit you. Um, I'm going to go Ray Lewis at linebacker. I don't think anybody hit you as harder as Ray Lewis did. I mean, Patrick Willis. I mean, there's t- so many that you can name, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna go off of that one. Uh, Kenny Russell says, Blake, you're getting mad love on 247 message boards about your show. Well, how about that? I think it might be the first message, uh, the first time I've gotten mad love on two four seven message boards. Usually it's uh, <laughs> uh, usually it's nothing good. Um, I did get sent it by a lot of people in the DMs and chats about, um, and, and, and this is, could be a good segue in reference to what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Um, about three weeks ago, I told you uh, on this show that Max Johnson is starting to separate himself from Miles Brennan. It's starting to get out there now. Um, and this is what Kenny's referring to in the video that we posted last week or two weeks ago. Um, I want to start here, especially when we're going to talk a lot of LSU offense tonight. Jake Peets, I think, has started to tip his hand, and I'm not going to go into too de- too much details until maybe a little bit closer to the season, but I will tell you this. The last time that we saw LSU – Really explosive offensively, and everybody will remember is 2019. One thing that I think people don't remember is how LSU would spread the ball out and go five wide. So there's two schools of uh, of thought on what you do with all five quote unquote receivers, either the running back out of the backfield, whatever you want to call them, line them out wide, and, and when you line the line, uh, the running back out wide, it, it, it helps you. The quarterback identifies it's going to be man, is it going to be zone? Though that's either ne- neither here nor there. What we're going to talk about tonight, but I think him and DJ Mangus, the passing game coordinator, are hitting on all cylinders right now. So you might be asking yourself, well, Blake, why do you think that? It's because the more and more people I talk to, the more and more people that tell me stuff about what's going on in installs, what they're talking about with Max Johnson and Miles Brennan. We can't count him out. But Max Johnson at the current at the current point. One thing is for sure, they're going to spread the ball out. If you can't, if you're going to be a running back and you can't catch the ball out of the backfield, you can't line up in the slot and run a quick little out, catch the ball, get five, six, seven, eight, nine yards. You're not going to play in this offense. So when we look at these younger running backs, Amari Goodwin, Coy Connor, could those be guys that can come in? John Emery is another guy that we that we all all of us hope John Emery breaks out into that five star status. Can he catch the ball out of the backfield? A lot of questions are, can these running backs block? Can they pick up that blitzing linebacker? And I think that they can, especially when if you have a quarterback that says, hey, this linebacker's coming, pick him up. Kind of like what they did with Clyde Edwards-Alaire coming back into the backfield with Joe Burrow against Texas, third and 17. We all remember that great play. But I don't think that this, these guys are going to be asked to do that a lot. I think that these guys are going to be out in space, and that's what Jake Peets is going to build his offense off of. Now, I'm going to let you know this right now, and I think that when we're sitting two, three, four, five weeks into the season, we're going to come back to this video, episode 279, which, guys, we're already at episode 279. When we sit here at episode 279, we're going to say something, and, and I don't want people to overreact to this, because when I make this comparison, people are going to be like, Blake, don't say, don't talk about them. I think when we look at this offense for LSU, we're going to look and see, man, that's a lot of the same plays that, that Alabama ran with Tua Tagovailoa. And I think that we need to get ready for that. An offense that was very RPO heavy. Very RPO heavy. 
and a team that I think that nobody really remembers, a team that ran the football a lot. Jake Peets has told his offensive line, and I can confirm this, he has told his offensive line he's, that they better get ready to be physical. I like that a lot. Just because you're spread out, just because you're in four and five wide, doesn't mean you can't do something to be physical in the running game. Alabama did it. Najee Harris with over 280 rushes last season, a lot of catches out of the backfield, over 1,400 yards. They also had Brian Robinson Jr. and others. But they did that in that offensive scheme that was built between Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian, which Jake Peets was a part of. And Ryan Loxley. I mean, Ryan Loxley, who's now the head coach in Maryland, runs a lot of RPO game. That is the style that I think the LSU fans need to get ready to, to, to watch. Don't be surprised if you look up at the end of the fourth or midway through the fourth quarter and you see a running back, regardless if they're going to go, you know, split time with guys, if you don't have a running back 17 to 22 carries. I fully can see that because it's going to be based off what the defense is going to give you. One thing, and I'm going to get to your comments here, one thing that I don't think that people are talking about enough, we've talked, we've talked about Miles Brennan, we've talked about Max Johnson, we've talked about Jake Peets, we've talked about the offensive line, we've talked about the running backs, we've talked about the receivers. The one thing that we have not talked about, or the one person that we have not talked about is DJ Mangus. Why? And he's kind of going, you know, it, it kind of has this um, Joe Brady effect, right? Like, yeah, we were talking about Joe Brady. He's going to bring some stuff in, but it didn't start heating up until maybe around two months before kickoff. Well, guys, we're there. And I'm going to tell you something. There are some installations that I'm hearing that's going on in this offense. Hey, did you see the 2019 playbook? Copy that. And that's going to be what you're going to see from the passing game with DJ Mangus. Sign me up. Sign me up. LSU's going to score a lot of points. I have that feeling as uh, Bruno Mars. I think it's Bruno Mars who says it. I got that feeling. No, it's Adam Levine. Excuse me, Adam Levine. I got that feeling inside my bones. We're going to score a lot of points. But I do think LSU wants to be very physical up front. And and I get, well, Blake, what about Darryl Rosenthal? I like Cam Wire. I said it all last season on how I like Cam Wire. Me and Mike Dettelier, of all the offensive linemen, two, about a month ago, we sat on this show and we talked about how much more physical Cam Wire has gotten. Now, left tackle is one of those positions. Can he play it? But it's going to be uh, the front side of the quarterback versus the back side. So I do think that um, there are some things that Jake, Jake Peets is saying to others about wanting to go five wide, wanting to put the running back Inside the slot, guys. He coached great running backs and great, and had a and look. Teddy did really good under Jake Peets last season, guys. He's coached guys like Christian McCaffrey. They want to get the running backs in space, guys. You can extend the run. What people don't understand too, and what LSU got away from last year. How many times did Clyde? I mean, really, just catch the ball in the flat, do a little, you know, go through the middle, whatever you want to call it. If he goes down the – I mean, the Alabama game, we're talking about Alabama a little bit in the offensive scheme that Jake Peets wants to emulate. Remember the third down when when Joe just throws it in to Clyde Edwards-Alaire's genial direction. He catches it off his shoelaces. He bulldozes for, for a first down. Guys, that's what they want to do. you got to get these athletic guys in space. It's something that Ed has talked about religiously. And, and, and Ed has gotten this rap – about not being a good X's and O's guy, but you know what he is. He's smart enough to know that, hey, I've recruited extremely great athletes. Get them dudes in space and let them work. 
They didn't do that last year, and it, it bit him in the backside. Now, whatever Steve Ensminger did in the last uh, last half of the game, you could call it Max Johnson, but the offense philosophy was different when Max Johnson was in that game versus the two quarterbacks that, that, that were in front of him or went before him and started before him. Guys, they opened it up, and the RPO game was prevalent because they had a quarterback that you had to defend in the running game. So, I, I, I there's a really big-time feeling. You guys like my new chair? Y'all can't see that. I got me a new chair. It's better than sitting in that old Rudy Pooh one. Um, there's a feel. I'm gonna. Last thing, we'll get to the comments. There is a huge feeling around LSU that this this offense is going to score a lot of points. Uh, I, I'm kind of starting to feel that too. Uh, Henry says, "Would it do Bilake? Not too much, man. Not too much." Stephen Miller says, "My man out here sitting, uh, starting the show, like." Uh, uh, he's trying to say Tony Vitello, but we're we're going to go past that. We're going to go past that, Stephen. I love you. We're not – don't talk about Italians, man. I mean, don't don't come on an all-Italian show and talk about Italians. Uh, Ryan Guidry says, I still can't believe Texas O-lineman going to Oregon. Yeah, you're talking about Kelvin Banks. And, and look, there was this um, naive assumption, this small-town – Rudy Poo assumption that Oregon's going to start or Nike's going to start playing or paying Oregon players massive amounts of money, guys. If 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 Alabama, LSU, name them, name the school is in a battle for a recruit, uh, and that player winds up going to Oregon, it's in a, in a battle with Oregon, and that recruit winds up going to Oregon because Nike's going to start giving them money. Guys, you're going to see schools like Alabama. You're going to start seeing schools like LSU leave Nike. There's no way, no how, that Nike is going to start paying individuals. Now, uh, they might pay a kid from Oregon. I'm not saying that. But they're not going to start paying an entire team an entire team, hundreds of thousands of dollars, like I've seen multitudes of people saying on Facebook and Twitter that, oh, well, no, Oregon's about to be the biggest the biggest school on the face of the earth. No, they're not. Nike's not going to risk billions with name, image, and likeness so that they can get one recruit, two recruits. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. So, I, come on, man. Just a very small town, very small town type of uh, 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 thought process. Uh, Ryan Tibbler says, Ed O's and Destin on the beach. I need some of that. Yeah, we're going to, um, we're going to uh, Pigeon Forge, I think it, I think it is. Sealerville. We're going whitewater rafting. Guys, I'm so sick of the beach. I'm, I'm just going to let you know that right now. Daddy's tired of the beach. Daddy will pay more to go to the mountains, and I don't have to have my toes in the sand. We're build, we're renovating right out here. Daddy's tired of sand. I'm going to tell you that right now. Too hot. Give me give me around some snow in this thing. Shit. Uh, Matt Addison, what's up? He says, what's up, big dog? What's happening, brother? Uh, Juice Washington says, hashtag ask Blake, what players are you hearing a lot about going into fall camp? Um, huh. Your typical ones, I don't think we'll know the players that are standing out right now until they get into fall camp. Uh, I, there are some players, however, that are standing out in workouts. Uh, I did see one of these players, and I'm not going to mention – I think I might have said something last week stupidly. Um, 
there are some freshmen. I'll go down some of the freshman line. Um, Savion Jones looks like a beast. Um, Bryce Langston, the defensive end. Guys, I want to tell you something. Bryce Lang- There's some talk around Bryce Langston, the DN from Florida. Guys, that might be one of the biggest steals in this class. They think that that kid is an athletic freak of nature. Like, <laughs> they're, they're like, you know, they're running stadiums, and I'm hearing from a, a one coach that they're just sitting out there and they're like, bro, what is going on here? Like, he shouldn't be that big, that fast, and have that much, like, endurance. Keep keep your eyes keep your eyes on Bryce Langston now. I don't know if, if he'd beat out, like, you know, he's going to beat out some of these young Thundercats, but I'm telling you now, um, I'm going to leave one alone because you know what I want to say. Mike Jones, who Mike Jones? Um, Jay Ward is another guy that I, I hear not just inside the locker room but in the field room. Guys, I'm telling you now, I, 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 do, I never, ever stick my neck out for a player like I've done for Jay Ward, but again – President and CEO of the J Ward Fan Club, you better get ready. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you right now, you better get ready. Um, Major Burns is somebody that I think is, has a very good potential to um, start at the other safety. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, Garrett Dellinger. I think I think Garrett Dillinger could play right tackle or guard. Uh, I don't think he's going to surpass Anthony Bradford at guard. I think he could play right tackle. I don't I don't see that kid playing left tackle. Those are some individuals um, I could really see playing. Um, Matt Addison says Tiger Tub gave you some cred over there. I appreciate that Tiger Tub talking about the two four seven. I think uh, <laughs> or because he's talking about he he sent it back to Kenny Russell. Uh, Gary says, love the new addition to LSU baseball team. He and Cruz helped erase a four-run deficit and a lead on the USA team to win. Yeah, the Stars won. If you didn't see it, Jacob Berry um, announced his commitment of transfer to LSU this weekend. Uh, a, a consensus All-American, him and Dylan Cruz went back-to-back. Uh, guys, and they're spending a lot of time together, which is crazy, right? Like, your your best outfielder and one of your best uh, uh, hitters Spending a lot of time together. It's really good. I think Jay Johnson's already – look, he told you that he's going to go with a football mindset into recruiting, and that's what he's done. He didn't have the resources that he had at Arizona like he does at LSU. Guys, it's LSU. Um, It's going to be interesting. It's going to be damn interesting. Uh, Let's see. Stephen Miller says, hell, my 42-year-old ass can't throw a football into a boat while I stand still. Uh, My old ass can throw – yeah – I saw the video that Miles Brennan posted. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going down that one. I, I've said my piece on Mac Johnson, Miles Brennan. I've said my piece. Tiki Tech Taco says felt like someone told Miles he had to post something. Guys, I'm just going to. This is going to continue to be the theme. Guys, he's out on a boat. <laughs> I mean, I guess Fourth of July weekend. Let the kid go out and party. Let him hang out. Let him do some. Um, let him have fun. But I'm telling you, inside that locker room, 14 is separate, not 15. Call it what you – look, call it what you want. I This is not me – people think I come on here and start hating on Miles. 
There's a, 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 a you guys got me into it. There's a def, there's a blind loyalty I feel like for Miles. Guys, it doesn't matter your blind loyalty to Miles. It does it that the, that part doesn't matter. What matters is Max is separating himself in the locker room. You know why Joe Burrow got that team to to title in 2019? Yeah, was he a damn good quarterback? Absolutely. Did the scheme fit? Absolutely. He had the trust and the ability from everybody in that locker room. Everybody in that locker room. That is why Joe Burrow separated himself. He won the job. He came in. He didn't say shit. He ran all the 110s. Won every single one of them per Ed Orr's run. That's how you separate yourself. That's how you start becoming a team leader. Guys, you ain't got to you ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to say nothing. Now Joe would Joe would pop off at the mouth every now and then, but he let them action speak. You remember that when he he's holding up five fingers at Vanderbilt. I mean, he did. They were barking at him all day long. He didn't say nothing until he got pulled. Your actions are going to speak louder than your words ever will. Says the guy who's sitting here talking on a podcast. <laughs> ah. Logan says, go, DJ. That's my DJ. Watch out for DJ, man. If those two guys come together, which I think that they will, um, <clears throat> one, pos- one position group from somebody in that building, meaning LSU's building, that I think is starting to, is starting to come into its own is that wide receiver room. Um. I think that's. I think one player they told me is up to like seventy nine hundred catches already. Like seventy nine hundred, and one's at like eighty two fifty. Okay, hey man, the last time that shit happened, I'm not saying LSU's going to win an Addy. I'm not saying LSU's going to win an Addy. I'm just saying. I got some people in in here telling me that it's Timberlake. Chelsea says it's Timberlake. The I got the feeling inside my bones. Uh, Timberlake says Chelsea. Henry says, bro, that's Timberlake. Henry, how you know? I'm just joking. Hey, if a man, let me, I'm, I'm going to say this. If a man ever tells you he don't listen to songs like that, he's lying his ass off. Girl, what's that song from White Chicks? And I need you. And I miss you. And now I wonder if a guy ever tells you he doesn't sing songs like that in the car when he's by with like by himself, he's lying to your ass. Blake, oh, I can't believe Blake said. I'm telling you, men sing them songs now. <laughs> I'm gonna catch hell from that. I'm gonna catch hell from that. Uh, Logan says Joe Brady uh, wasn't fist pumping Insminger after big plays. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> uh, Colin says my wife says that's Timberlake. Uh, Tiki Tech Taco says you know it's a good episode when Blake is singing random songs. That's true. That's true. And you know that what's funny about that is we we joke about that. Um, Usually my most uh, my high our higher shows is when I'm sitting here singing my ass off. <laughs> I should come out here and, and start singing, man. Brandon Ray says I'm more interested to see what the defense looks like. I get that, but guys, I mean, I don't know if anybody who spent more t- guys give me a thumbs up if you. I mean, I don't mean this in a wrong way to Brandon. I've spent more time on this defense than I think anybody that covers LSU. Guys, we've we've had like. What was it, the two straight weeks we talked about LSU's defense? I mean, I talked about Durante Jones. I talked about the scheme. I talked about the coverages that he wanted to use. 
Uh, I talked about the coverages that he wanted to use. I talked about the defensive line scheme. And, and I thought that when he talked about the defensive line, 3-4-4-3 three, four, four, three, doesn't mean a Rudy Pooh were sitting the same amount of guys after your ass. I mean, <laughs> it's the truth. Guys, let me, for, let, me, let me break this down for people who have never played O-line before. It's going to be very simple, very easy to, to, listen, to understand. If you're offensive lineman and you got one guy here and one guy here and t- or a one tech, a three tech, maybe a guy, maybe a nose, maybe a defensive end, a defensive end and two guys rushing or one guy's going to fall out, one guy's going to rush, it's the same damn thing. It just depends on what gap they're going into into the rush. I'm telling you, it doesn't change a whole lot. It might change how your guard or center does something. It it affects the interior more than it ever affects tackle play. It infects the interior. So, I mean, if you've got a one-tech, a one-tech is a, a, a guy that's in between the center and the guard. A three-tech is a guy is a defensive lineman that's in between the guard and tackle. It's The guards are still going to get these guys, and then you'll pass off if you need to. It doesn't affect much, and the truth is, Durante Jones is brilliant in saying that. You know who it sounded like? Dave Aranda. <laughs> if we're going to call a spade a spade, that sound Durante Jones' statement said three four four three. He doesn't give a Rudy Poo to me. Just telling you. I keep getting this text. Dellinger, Dellinger, whatever. Blake Schilling says, why is there so much hype around? I know, I said it wrong. That's the third text I got. Uh, Blake Schilling says, why is there so much hype around Texas A&M? Been trying to figure this out for weeks. Because they went 9-1 and one and it's a school from Texas. Or, I mean, that, that basically is it. Um they they're replacing their entire O line. They're replacing their uh, their quarterback. There's so many things that they're replacing that I don't think people fully understand what they're talking about when they talk about A and M. I'm not on the hype train. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little honest with you. I I, I don't I hate I kind of hate Texas A and M more than I hate. Um, at, well, I can't say that. They're right there up there with Alabama with me. I can't stand them. <laughs> Everybody's got their extra team that they don't like. Yeah, you can text saying here's the thing too, Blake, that I think people are trying to associate this with. They do have some good some good players. They do have some good players on defense. They're gonna have athletes on defense now, which we don't normally talk about with Texas A and M. They do got some ballers. They got a good running back. But if you ain't got an O line and you ain't got a, 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 a historically, when you don't have an experienced quarterback, you don't win a lot of games. I don't want to hear the Tua Tagovailoa. I don't want to hear the Trevor Lawrence because those are small examples in 160 years of college football. Very small examples. Very, very small examples. Uh-oh. There goes my camera. Hold on. Told you we got technical difficulties on a Monday, y'all. Uh, High Point Media says, I expect us to be more balanced this year when compared to 2019. Well, with the funny thing about that, High Point Media, uh, the very funny thing about that is is that LSU in 2019 was actually more balanced than people realize. I think it was like 50, 51 and a half 
uh, or 51.5% uh, pass or 52% pass to 40, 49% running plays. That's what's scary, and I don't think people – I think it, it separated itself sometimes in bigger games, but people don't remember. Now, yardage is different, obviously, because Joe threw for so much and threw for so many touchdowns. LSU ran the, the, the hell out of the ball in 2019. I'm telling you they're going to get back to it. This just be, again, just because, and and I think, and, and look, uh, High Point Media has a good point here about you're we're going to be more balanced. It's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the crazy thing about that 19 team was people think it was separating themselves so much, um, and they got separated so much in 2019 to be one dimensional. LSU was never one dimensional in 19. I do think that you're going to have a very much better balance this season than you ever did last year. It kind of felt like – and look, I like Steve Insminger a lot, but it did it did feel like that Steve just kind of – there was no real consistency to what he was really calling. Like, I don't feel like he had that. There it goes, there it goes again. God, why does this happen every Monday? Every single Monday this happens. No idea why that happens. All right, let's do this. God, dog it. I don't know what is going on with this stupid camera. Every single time. Every single time. All right, let's get to a couple comments. This is why I need a a new camera. Every single time I do something, I try to do a little something extra, it goes out on me. Ryan Thibodeau sends us $5 in the Super Chat. We appreciate that. He says, new camera fund. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get it. We got a new chair. We got, we're got we about to start doing I didn't want to buy stuff until we got into the new studio and we got everything set up. Um, We might have to do that. Let's do this. Let's get to a very quick break. We'll continue to get your comments. Stay by. Stay tuned. We're going to continue to get to them. But we got to get over to our good friends over at uh, Drake Williams Law Firm. Guys, uh, somebody called me. I'm not going to – nothing bad. They didn't get into any trouble, but they needed a title and a succession done uh, for their family. Went over to Drake Law Firm, helped them out, and our good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, you think about buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton at GMFS Mortgage today, 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. If your purchase, refinance, build, or renovate, GMFS and John Patton will change your life. And our good friends over at Drake Williams Law Firm, 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. Title, real estate, successions, DWIs, any court case that you need or anything done legally, the Drake Williams Law Firm will be there for you today. Again, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com, 386-7600. Tell me your friend, Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. All right. New camera fund. Yeah, we were going to get – I see a couple of people saying new camera fund. I get it. Uh, I was – we weren't going to put it in until um, until we got into the new studio. We might have to do that a little sooner rather than later. B.I. says – on Facebook, who do you think will be the best freshman? Oof. That one's tough. Um, mm, that one's really tough. You know, let me let me throw this out there to you. Um, 
You know, like Kayshawn Booty and Max Johnson were the two guys that everyone talks about this offseason. You know who's a, who's a guy that nobody is talking about during this entire – now, some people talk about him, but some people that haven't talked about this are uh, freshmen from last year into this one is Jaqueline Roy. Guys, in Florida, he physically dominated. Jaqueline Roy physically dominated at the latter part of that season. The interesting part to me was in a critical down, at a critical point in the game, in a critical juncture, Jaqueline Roy was that guy that got you the big sack, that forced Florida to kick a field goal, you get the ball back, uh, Wilson throws the shoe, you kick a field goal, ball game. It was all set up because of Jaqueline Roy. Max and Kayshawn are going to be the guys offensively that because of the numbers that they put up that you'll see. I say all that to say this. I do think that there might be some guys offensively that you see that we'll put and we'll label as the best freshmen. I'm really interested to see Mason Smith. I'm really interested to see Savion Jones. I'm really interested to see Bryce Langston. There are some interesting guys that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, Major Burns is still technically a freshman. Um, guys, could you imagine Major Burns being a starting safety? I'm hearing the kids lighting it up right now. I'm, you know, and so if if Major Burns is going to be your other safety, we'll see, man. We'll see. You're gonna have you're gonna have some safety transfer. I'm gonna tell you this right now. On July the fifth, there's gonna be transfer. There's gonna be transfers from the safety position. Book it and cook it. It like it's it's going to happen. Book it and cook it. You can't keep that many talented safeties and think that somebody's not going to transfer. And, and and I don't know if – look, if it's Todd Harris, he's got to step up. This is the time This is the time to step up. Like, there's no other time than the present to step up. Like, let's – I don't mean this in a wrong way to Todd. It's put up or shut up time. Love the kid to death. Love the kid to death. It's put up or shut up. Lamar Williams says, I think we're going to run a 4-2-5 base defense. I think that we will, too. I think that what's interesting about this is that Durante Jones has been in multiple schemes. Now, I do think that, Ed, you got too many good defensive linemen that want to get their hand in the dirt and want to rush the passer for you to just go away from, just go into a three-man front. The, the one problem about the 19 defense, and the one problem, I would say, the, the weakness of the 19 uh, team was is they couldn't consistently rush the passer. I mean, I think that that's fair. I don't think that that's me being too harsh. I mean, if there's one area of that team that you can say is it was just average. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. Just average. There goes my camera. Nope. Um was, I mean, it was Calavon Chason or, or bust. <laughs> I mean, you had to send linebackers. You had to send – you had to be creative. Guys, we had a – we had Marcel Brooks, who's what – isn't he playing wide receiver at TCU? You had a wide receiver rushing the passer. <laughs> I, you had to get creative. You're not going to have to get that creative now. You're not going to have to get that creative. So, I think that Ed running that – running and Andre Carter wanting to run the defensive line, there's no way that they're not going to put four guys up front. No way. You got too much talent up there to let 
just guys sit on the bench. Cause, uh, and, Andre, and Andre Anthony and – I mean, maybe Ogilier could be a guy that you can stand up, but I don't see him doing that. I, and I think that they're going to get exotic. I think that – Mike Zimmer is a really good defensive coach, right? Like a real – if you don't know who Mike Zimmer is, he's the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Really good defensive mind. You should hear some of the stuff he talks about Durante Jones. <laughs> I mean – He's not he's he's not one of those individuals that's going to push up a coach. After he was hired, he goes, man, look, he's one of the brightest coaches I've ever been around. That's a lot to say. He doesn't talk much either. Mike Zimmer don't talk that much. And for him to come out and say that he thought, and a guy that coaches DBs, that Durante Jones was really brilliant and how he did stuff with Harrison Smith, the, the star safety, some of the stuff he was doing, really, really interesting to see some of the exotic things that Durante Jones wants to do. Logan says, okay, that was to somebody else. Uh, Kevin says, thoughts on linebackers. Um, my thoughts on the linebackers as it currently stands is I think that you're going to have Mike Jones in there. Who? Mike Jones. Guys, Mike Jones is from per like Ty McShay and others. I've said this religiously. It's probably going to be a second-round pick. They got him high in the second round. I think he takes one, uh, a, a guy that can run. He reminds me of Deion Jones. Like if I'm going to give a comp of Mike Jones – it's Deion Jones. That's that's your comp. Maybe a little bit lighter right now currently, but I think that he could put on a little bit of muscle and, and, and a little bit of weight and, and still do it. Guys, he was, he was running as a linebacker, was running with wide receivers in the slot from Ohio State. We can talk about all we want about guys from Ohio State. The, I mean, they got some really good wide receivers and fast wide receivers. Paris Campbell ran a 4-3-2, wasn't it? 4-3-4. Uh, and he and he's running with guys like that. Sign me up for a sign me up for a linebacker that's running with a slot receiver that ran a forty at four three two. And he's that big and that fast and that physical. Um, I hate I hate it for Demon Clark, but you you gonna look Navitik strong coming for that time, dog. And then you got Michael Baskerville, who missed the entire spring. You got you, uh, you got the you got the guys. Uh, John Ditch, my good friend John says hashtag Ask Blake still waiting on some beer with ha- quote unquote the dudes. Me too. Me. T- oh, you know what I forgot to say. Um, get your nominees in for Rudy Poe of the week. I forgot. That's my that's my fault. If you have a sports, no politics, no. Nothing. Keep it sports related. Try to at least. <laughs> Give me your sports hashtag Rudy Poo of the week. Put it in there. It's a new segment on Mondays. Logan says Sage Ryan. Yeah, we haven't seen Sage Ryan go. You know, we saw Mason Smith in the spring. We saw Mason. Guys, I'm t- go pop in that spring game again when Mason Smith's moving people around. Say what you want. That kid. That kid's a full grown man. <laughs> full-grown man. Brandon says, I like Steve Insminger, but I think a lot of people felt that he was a little too old school, though. Um, I do think that it's... Um, I do think that that does go to some of the schemes he ran. Guys, there were like seven plays that I remember counting. I posted them on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, AYS Sports. There was like seven photos I posted. They had seven and eight. Literally seven guys, and one time eight guys in the block for uh, T.J. Finley. So, you want to talk about some of the struggles that T.J. Finley had, um, imagine having seven guys in the block for you. 
I mean, that's a little less miles-ish now. I don't mean that in a wrong way. Um, I don't mean that, that – that's a little less miles is it not? Man, I be making Brett LeBlanc mad, boy. Every time I come in here, Brett Le, he he sends me an angry face emoji. And what am I so angry about? All right, we got a lot of comments in here. Um, Shakari Richardson, I see Bo puts hashtag Rudy Poo of the week. <sighs> yeah, I don't know how to feel about that one. I don't know how to feel. Uh, if you didn't see it, Shakari Richardson, she went to LSU, ran track. Um, Bo, I'm going to I'm gonna disagree now. It's kind of like the Dare Rosenthal thing, right? Like, you know, she smoked weed in a in a state that it's legal. You know, I I I I, I don't know. I I don't know. I I kind of I kind of got to disagree a little bit there. Seth says Hard Baskerville is having a really good spring summer. Well, he wasn't there during the spring. Um, so. I mean, it was a great issue. How's a guy? How's a kid go from a three point four GPA in the fall in the spring before um, to to having great issues? If you're listening to us on the podcast, I, I'm still here. Let me say that how's a kid go from a three four three four GPA to off the team or for off the team? great issues I don't have a great nose I know that some bitch is big but I smell some shit. you hear me grade A class A bullshit Logan says 281-330-8004 if I'm Mike Jones I'm making a shirt in purple or gold and putting my that phone number on that son of a gun uh, Brandon Reese says Mike Jones is 6'2", 235 as an outside linebacker. He will move in the inside. Let me. I know it says outside linebacker. Mike Jones will move in the inside. Again, if he's 234, um, I saw on Clemson, Clemson said he was at 221. Um, so if he is at 234, like uh, Brandon's saying, um, I don't think you need to – Bo says she, uh, that Shakari Richardson knew the the Olympic testing. That's right, though. I mean, there are no really excuses. Um, I mean, Bo, you're right there, man. You're right there. I mean, there's not – I just don't know how to feel about that one. You know, I, I'm not saying – let me say this. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't know how to feel about it. I don't know if I can – I don't know if I can get behind that one yet. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, guys, it's being decriminalized. So many, it, she smoked in a place where it's legal. But you're right. She it, they you didn't know. And, and and to her credit, she didn't run away from it either, right? Like she didn't run away from it. She said I did something wrong. She said I shouldn't have done it, and it's on me. She didn't run away from it. So and I got I give her mad respect. I don't think smoking weed made her run faster. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I just don't think making weed made her run faster. Anyway, 
All right, let's get to some Rudy Poos of the week. Put in your comment, hashtag Rudy Poo of the week. We won't, we won't always have weeks where we have a, good, a lot of good ones, especially when there's not a lot of sports. Uh, Jacob Cole says, hashtag Rudy Poo of the week. Every insecure Bama fan who overuses Smitty's son under a post of Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah, I, I, here's the th- – yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Because, you know, what's funny, though, is because <laughs> I'm going to tell you all guilty pleasure. All right. Don't judge. I'm going to tell you a guilty pleasure. So you guys know some of the platforms we on. We bring on. We bring on a lot of guests. You know, we, we do have friends. Uh, and co- I say colleagues, but not really colleagues because we run our I, I run my own thing here. But um, I do run in there from time to time and post, you know, if they if somebody that covers a Bama school. They post something out, out, you know, the iconic uh, picture of Jamar Chase catching the ball over Stephon Diggs, and he's like falling on his face. And I'll post that one with no. They'll say Happy Fourth of July, everybody, and I'll say Joe Burrow's your daddy, you know, like stuff like that. So <laughs> I gotta be a little honest. That is a guilty pleasure. I do it from the AYS Sports account, though. I don't go behind burner accounts like some Rudy Poos out here. Um. See, Seth is on the opposite of what Bo was. I think that that's an inter- that's a very interesting debate that I think people will have. Um, but he says Rudy Poo of the week goes to the Olympic Committee. I know it's the rules, but it's legal in the state. And Phelps and Locke that he got to participate. Why can't she? So that there's something interesting that Seth brings up there, right? Like so, Phelps tested positive, which people forget about, uh, and so did Lochte. Um but Lochte's got a lot of issues. There was a te- – and look, here's the crazy thing, too, about uh, uh, Phelps. Not only did he test positive, um, we have a video and a picture of him smoking weed. And everybody said, well, we can't – we have absolutely no idea what Phelps is smoking there. Absolutely no idea. And he technically wasn't qualifying at that exact moment, and it was out of his system. You have a p- picture – you remember the iconic picture of Michael Phelps smoking weed. You got guys like um, who's the Tesla owner? Um, God, dog, he's shooting rockets out of asses and landing them backwards. Uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> I mean, you got him going on Joe Rogan podcast smoking weed. I mean, like, come on, man. Justin said hashtag Rudy Pooh of the week is Matt Moscona. Okay, what did he do? Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, hashtag Rudy Poo of the week to the technical difficulties. Every time on a Monday. Glad um, glad that we've we've gotten a lot of experience at um, fixing technical difficulties. Uh, Jacob Marceau says, hashtag Alex Blake, what's up with Landon Jackson? Nothing. I mean, he was just hurt during the offseason. I think he's still recovering. We hadn't heard a lot about him. Uh, and I'll be a little honest with you, Jacob, just not a guy that I've asked a lot about. Um, just somebody I hadn't asked a lot about. Uh, but he, he And he's been hurt a little bit. He's even been hurt in high school. Um, I think that he could be a guy that we watch out to. Uh, Zachary Ross says, hey, first time on live stream. What's up, guys? What's up, Zachary? We appreciate and thank everybody and, and welcome everybody that's first time. Uh, listening and watching us. He says, hey, first time on live stream. What's up, guys? Also, LSU seems like it's kicking butt on this name, image, and likeness. Is that true? And is it going to be affecting and recruiting a lot? Um, Well, like I said, thank you. Welcome. Uh, Number two, they are kicking ass. 
just beating the door down in name, image, and likeness. And number three, it is going to affect recruiting. Regardless, you know, the stupidest rule that the NCAA could have put in there is that, oh, this isn't going to – don't do anything in recruiting. Now, it is in the rule books, okay? So, schools aren't going to actively go out there and say, hey, we're going to give you a deal with Raising Canes if you come to our school. That's not going to happen. I see some Rudy Poos out there that don't know how to read and don't know that that's not – that like that's just not going to happen. And if it does happen, you're going to get popped, right? Like, it's a pay-for-play at that point. Um, you and I both know that that's going to happen. Uh, Ty Graves at Raising Canes can call a, a potential recruit and – or his parents unsolicited and say, hey, you know, if you go to this school or that's, you know, hey, you want to do, I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Get over it. All these Rudy Poos. Guys, I saw so many people from my hometown. Shout out Frankenton, Louisiana. Love you to death. Old school mind of thinking. Love every one of them to death. Old school, my, old school way of thinking. Well, I can't believe a kid's about to make $100,000. Are you really that upset that a kid is making more money than your Rudy Poo ass? I mean, it's so it's so funny to me that we're worried about somebody else's money. That's like me. That's like me coming on here and saying, "Hey guys, a, a rival Alabama podcast got another sponsor today." Oh, stay off other people's money. Don't be a freaking Rudy Poo. That's my Rudy Poo of the week. Everybody that's uh, gays watching, watching a, a young man's money. It's not your money. Stay out of it. Because you know good and damn well if your son was eighteen years old. 19 or or daughter because we see the uh, Livy uh, Livy Mon from LSU about to make millions. If that was your child, you'd want him to do it too. Oh, by the way, you know what else is oh my god, you can do and you can do in basketball and you can do in baseball. You can go to the draft. I mean, yeah, you got to go the one year and some kids go G League or prep school and then go. I get that, but you still in Major League Baseball, you can be 18 years old, get drafted, and go. This, some kids are making millions, millions, and you don't care about that, but you care about, care about name, image, and likeness. That's my Rudy Poo of the week. The old school, get off my lawn, old school way of thinking, guys, this is capitalism. A Republican... Uh, a committee, a, a Republican committee hearing uh, goes on. They tell you no other place in the country. SCOTUS comes in, the, in there and they says nowhere else in the world can you get away with this. Can a kid go for, through a service and you not pay him? His You're going to use a cutout cardboard and use his name's, uh, kid's name, image, and likeness and you're not going to pay him. God. Shout out Frankleton, Louisiana. But grow up. <sighs> Seth says Rudy Poo of the Week. Hashtag Rudy Poo of the Week goes to Saban just because it's Nick Saban. I agree with that. Uh, Jason on Facebook Live. Let's get a couple more. We'll get out of here. Says hashtag Rudy Poo of the Week. Everyone comparing uh, Richardson to Lance Armstrong on social media, not the same. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. What were, Jason, what were they saying? I hadn't seen that one. 
Darren says, hashtag ask Blake another uh, a another run got popped for steroids a week a uh, few weeks ago, another run, and didn't even get slapped on the wrist. Who is that? Oh, another runner, huh? But yeah, let's go after weed. Uh, Justin says Scone gets it because of the Catholic high stuff. Okay, um, not gonna disagree there. Don't defend. Guys, if you get popped with stuff, it's not alleged. <laughs> uh, Brandon Ray says, has to at Rudy Pooh of the week, is Arizona fans bashing Jacob Berry leaving? Yeah, I saw that. And uh, Chelsea said the same on, on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. Um, mm. They hate you because they ain't you. Two more, we're getting out of here. Ryan says, Rudy Poo of the Week, coach of Kirby Smart, can never win big, uh, never win the big game. Okay. Okay. Um, Henry says, Rudy Poo to the baby boomers. <laughs> Henry also says, Rudy Poo of the Week to Dick Vitale with that lame-ass Geico commercial. I saw that. <laughs> it's cold, baby. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, Craig Schilling says, Stephen Miller's from Franklinton and has millions of dollars. He's from Mount Herman, not the same. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, stop looking at other people's money, man. It's going to happen in recruiting. Guys, it already is. It already is. And last one, Ryan uh, Thibodeau says, "Get, uh, go get that money then. Don't hate, participate. Thank And says it's five bucks in the Super Chat. All right, guys, I appreciate Thank you, Ryan, for doing that again. Uh, thank you, guys, as always. We'll see you again tomorrow night. Let's have – I thought it was a good show. Missed – the small technical difficulties, but we had a good one. All right, guys, we'll see y'all later. Have a good night. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.